matter how old we get, none of us ever quite become entirely emotionally mature. But having a list of what emotional maturity looks like on hand could be a way to keep track of our progress and nudge ourselves in the right direction. Here's a detailed summary of many of the possible components of maturity. 20 signs that you are emotionally mature. You come to the realization that fear and worry are the main causes of most of other people's negative behavior, as opposed to nastiness or stupidity, which is typically simpler to assume. You let go of your sense of superiority and stop seeing everyone in the world to be either an idiot or a monster. At first, it makes things less clear-cut, but with time, it makes things much more considerative and interesting. You come to realize that not everyone can instantly understand what is going on in your head. You come to the unfortunate realization that you will need to express your thoughts and feelings through the use of words and that you cannot reasonably hold other people responsible for not understanding you until you have spoken calmly and clearly. You discover that, surprisingly, you do occasionally make mistakes. You bravely take the first shaky steps towards occasionally offering an apology. Instead of realizing your greatness, you learn to feel confident by realizing that everyone else is just as clueless, terrified, and as lost as you are. It's okay that we are all making it up as we go along. You pardon your parents because you understand that they did not bring you into this world to belittle you. They were merely horribly out of their element and battling their own demons. And at times, anger will begin to transform into sympathy and compassion. You come to understand that significant influences that supposedly small things have on our mood, such as bedtimes, blood sugar, alcohol levels, and levels of underlying stress. As a result, you learn to never discuss a sensitive subject with close friends or family members unless everyone is well-rested, sober, and has had a meal. Nothing else is alarming you, and you aren't running late for a train. You stop pouting. When someone wrongs you, you don't harbor your animosity and pain for days. You are aware that your time is limited, so you don't anticipate others to be aware of the issue. And when they do understand what you're saying, you for, you'll forgive them. In a separate sense, you'll also forgive them if they don't. You stop aspiring to be great in just about everything Flawless people, perfect jobs, and perfect lives don't exist. Instead, you make a turn toward an appreciation of what is good enough, and you come to the realization that many things in your life, in many cases, are both extremely frustrating and more than adequate. You come out of it as a calmer, more patient, and more forgiving person when you realize the benefits of having a little more pessimism about how things will turn out. You shed some of your idealistic tendencies and develop into a much more agreeable individual. You come to see how each person's character flaws are related to counterbalancing strengths. Instead of just focusing on a person's flaws and weaknesses, you consider the whole person. Even when they are somewhat pedantic, they can also be exquisitively accurate and a rock, on, and a rock in times of turmoil. Yes, there is someone who is a little disorganized, but is also incredibly creative and visionary. You fully understand that there are no flawless people in the world, and that any strength will be accompanied by a flaw. 
you get into love a little less frequently. It's challenging in a manner. When you were younger, you could easily get a crush on someone. Now you soberly realize that everyone, no matter how outwardly pleasant or accomplished, would be a hassle up close. And you grow devoted to what you and others already possess. You discover that, rather shockingly, you can be quite a challenge to live with. Some of the early sentimentality you had for yourself has been let go. You enter into friendships and partnerships by respectfully letting other people know when and how you can be a challenge. You develop the ability to overlook your mistakes and stupidity. You understand how pointless it would be to simply chastise oneself for past wrongdoings. You get closer to yourself as a result. You are an idiot, of course, but we all are, so that doesn't make you any less lovable. You discover that part of growing up is learning to live with the childish parts of yourself that will always be there. You give up attempting to act like an adult on every occasion. You acknowledge that everyone experiences times of regression, and when your inner two-year-old pops up, you should extend a friendly greeting and provide them with the care they require. You stop placing too much stock in lofty goals for the kind of enjoyment you think would endure for years. You give thanks for the small victories. You come to understand that satisfaction comes in minute-sized chunks. If a day goes by without too much trouble, you're happy. You start to enjoy the little things. You become more fascinated by the night sky and flowers. You stop caring as much about what other people think of you. You become aware that other people's brains are messy and stop making an effort to improve and polish your image in their eyes. The only really important thing is that you and one or two other people accept you for who you are. You give up on fame and start to rely on love. Your ability to hear criticism improves. Instead of presuming that everyone who criticizes you is either trying to embarrass you or make you a mistake or, or is making a mistake, you concede that it would be a good idea to consider some of their suggestions. You begin to realize that you don't need to don on your armor and pretend like there was never an issue in order to listen to criticism and endure it. You become aware of how much you tend to live too close to your certain troubles and issues every day. More often, you are reminded that you must put painful situations into perspective. You become aware of your unique background influences, your response to circumstances, and learn how to correct the distortions it causes. You acknowledge that you have a tendency to exaggerate in some situations as a result of the way your childhood was. You start to question your own initial reactions to certain subjects, and sometimes you become aware that you shouldn't be acting on select emotions at all. And lastly, you establish a friendship. You realize that other people aren't primarily interested in hearing about your good news. Rather, they want to understand your problems and concerns so that they may also feel less alone in their own heartaches. Our emotional barometer is a tool to help us more clearly explain our moods. You become a better friend as a result of realizing that exposing vulnerability is at the heart of true friendship.